This is the MLW Radio Network. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? It's your boy, Blackheart, the head honcho off the Top Roast Podcast. If you love independent and professional wrestling and like all the juicy gossip of the wrestling industry, then look no further than here, OTTR Headquarters. You can catch us on Facebook, Twitch, and Facebook groups, and whatever that you get your podcast from with our, with our latest Last Week of Wrestling, After Darts, Under Boss's Hard Taste, and now our new upcoming trivia game show, Wrestling Every, coming soon. So if you like what you've seen, you love professional wrestling, you love independent wrestling, you love everything about wrestling just yourself, give us a tune. You know, you would not regret it. Blackheart out. Everyone knows a lot of things can change in the span of 10 years. But when it comes to professional wrestling podcasting, one thing is still guaranteed. The Shining Wizards is the only place to get all the latest wrestling news, interviews with the greatest guests, and of course, tons of laughs in discussing the world of wrestling. The show is still available on Monday nights at 7 p.m. East on RantDMRadio.com and Rant Entertainment Media on the TuneIn app. And it's still available on all podcasting platforms. To check us out, head over to ShiningWizards.com where it's still wrestling talk and talk about wrestling. Are you tired of prediction shows? Do you want to fantasy book the companies? Does Bigfoot even really exist? If you answered yes to any of those questions, then check out the podcast that isn't a podcast. Every Tuesday and Thursday, the standing streamer stands and delivers as he and Vanessa talk about all that's going on in pro wrestling today. Plus, see in-depth conversations with people in and around the wrestling world as guests share their stories and insights about making it in the business. The Putting You Over Podcast. Putting your weeknights over every Tuesday and Thursday. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening and good night. My name is Thomas and what's your name? Uh, I'm Alan. Alan. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. We're brothers. That's right. Yeah, yeah the mother, same mother and father. Your room was... Oh, we shared a room. Shared a room. For we shared a room. Thought I knew your face. Yeah, we so go we... way back, mate. Yeah. yeah. We should do a podcast then. Uh, we have. We do. We do a podcast. We do a podcast. What's it called? The Brocast. Yeah, that was planned. Yeah, yeah. Well, what do we do? Well, we cover all different things in the world of pop culture. We're talking about comic books. We're talking about professional wrestling, and we're talking about movies. Go back and watch classic retro wrestling events, the likes of WWE, WCW, and if you do like that, you can check us out on Apple iTunes, also on Podbean, Anchor, and on Podknife. Also, check us out on Twitter at the Broadcast. That's B R O. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Ending. Yeah, it's all right. Good on you. Yeah. Instagram also at the Broadcast Podcast. Remember, we don't spell it with a C. We spell it with a K. Sorry, mate. Take it easy. Two Heels and a Face Wrestling Podcast believes wrestling is a buffet. There's something there for everyone. These guys cover local Chicago indie scene, and all of their episodes can be found at twoheelsandaface.com. The number two heelsandaface.com Hey everyone, my name is referee Tony S and this is Heat, the wrestling podcast. Like you first and foremost, I'm a wrestling fan and for nearly two decades I've maintained law and order inside the squared circle in New England and throughout the country, working with some of the best and brightest from wrestling's past, present, and future. Now, I bring my authoritative tell-it-like-it-is style to the podcast world. Join me each week as we go through all the major headlines from the global companies, independents, and in-between. 
and most importantly, the women will receive the coverage and headlines they truly deserve as they'll empower the second half of the show. Plus, I'll introduce you to my friends and colleagues within all forms of wrestling and entertainment, answer your questions, anything goes, no holds, well, questions barred, and throw in some fun surprises along the way. Get ready for the spark that fuels the flame. Listen on Spotify, Anchor, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to another episode of Headlines brought to you by the MLW Radio Network and the Front Row Material brand for Thursday, October the 13th, 2022. Headlines is your one-stop shop podcast that brings you all the late-breaking news in the world of wrestling, whether it's WWE, AEW, Impact Wrestling, or so many more. We're a daily podcast that covers all the late-breaking news in the world of wrestling, and it's a podcast that's absolutely free of charge, and it's available anywhere fine podcasts are made available. With that being said, let's go ahead and let's jump right into the headlines. Cruising on over to our good friends over on Wrestling Inc., Soraya received an offer from WWE before she made her AEW debut. Now, Joshua Jones is writing at this hour, Fightful Select reports that Soraya received an offer from WWE before she made her debut at AEW's Grand Slam. Now, the report notes that Vince McMahon and John Laurinaitis decided not to renew her contract when it expired from the former contract she had before, before she left. Now, this news is just making light because many are wondering, did WWE in the new regime ever reach out to her? Well, she had some interest from WWE, but it didn't really come to chance. Now, she was offered a chance to return shortly after McMahon relinquished his job from the company. Triple H said that he was shocked when he found out that the old regime had decided not to renew her contract and give her another opportunity. Additionally, AEW allowed her to work on outside projects in AEW without having to lose her position within the company. It's something that Soraya definitely wanted in something that ultimately gave her an opportunity to be more flexible. With more information on all this, continue following eWrestling News and more information will be forthcoming. Adam Cole is making news at this hour. Adam Cole's status with AEW is still in doubt as the injury continues to linger. David Esposito is writing in at this hour. Adam Cole has not wrestled since June's Forbidden Door event. Now at that show, Cole took the pinfall loss in a four-way match for the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship to Switchblade Jay White. Now it has been rumored that there's a chance that Adam Cole may never wrestle again. It was noted by Dave Meltzer on the Wrestling Observer Radio that there has been a chance that his status has not gotten any better and he remains out of action due to the seriousness of the concussion that he received. Now, Meltzer would also go on to say the concussion was described as really bad and due to the nature of the injury, there are some concerns that he may never wrestle again. Since Forbidden Doors pay-per-view event, the Panama City Playboy has appeared on AEW programming only once in a beatdown angle of the Young Bucks on August 3rd's edition of Dynamite. Then Cole has maintained his Twitch streams and seems in good health, but that's not been something that he's been able to do as far as competing in AEW. Right now, many believe that his concussion is still considered a lingering situation and may affect his future being able to step into the squared circle. With more information on all this, continue following eWrestling News and David Esposito will have more information.
The Road Dog Jesse James is making news at this hour. Road Dog says CM Punk using the song Cult of Personality really to him makes zero sense. Now, during the latest edition of Oh You Did Know podcast, WWE Hall of Famer Brian Road Dog James commented on CM Punk using Living Colors Cult of Personality as his official entrance theme, but he thinks, in his opinion, it doesn't really make a whole lot of sense because it doesn't define the personality that CM Punk is. He would go on to say this, Buying the cult of personality for CM Punk makes zero sense to me. Yes, that was his theme for a minute, but why? Whatever song you would pick, you would think would definitely have something to do with how you feel. But you know what? It just doesn't seem to fit CM Punk, as they could have found something in their library that was close enough that they could kind of do something a little bit different, but not have to spend the money to use that. Now, I don't know why they decided to continue to use Cult of Personality, because it doesn't really define him in any way, shape, or form. If you'd like to find out more about what Rodog has to say about his thoughts on CM Punk, continue following Wrestling E-Wrestling News, and more information will be coming forward. Andrew Ravens is writing in at this hour. The ratings are officially out for AEW's Dynamite that appeared in Canada last night. Wednesday's night episode of AEW on TBS pulled in 983,000 viewers. Now that's down from the 1,038,000 and a .32 rating that it drew last week. AEW Dynamite ranked number four in the 150 shows on cable. Brandon Thurston of WrestleNomics reported these numbers. The ratings were the lowest since August the 17th. Now, the episode featured Ring of Honor World Champion Chris Jericho defending against Brian Danielson, Jungle Boy taking on Luchasaurus, Swerve Strickland versus Billy Gunn, and interim AEW All-Women's Champion Tony Storm teaming up with Hikaru Shida to take on Britt Baker, Jamie Hayter, and then finally the All-Atlantic Championship was Pac going against Orange Cassidy. For more information on the rating, continue to follow Brandon Thurston and continue following E-Wrestling News for more information. Nyla Rose continues to taunt Jade Cargill over the TBS Championship. Many believe this may be the next phase for Nyla Rose to get back on AEW television. Nyla Rose continues to taunt TBS Champion Jade Cargill. Now for those unaware, Rose stole Cargill's belts during Battle of the Belts, and now she claims that possession is nine-tenths of the law. Now many fans are excited to know that she's finally getting back on AEW television on TBS. With more information on this pending feud, continue following eWrestling News, and more information on this will be forthcoming. Jim Ross is making news at this hour. Jim Ross discusses the acclaim's rise in AEW, and he also has praise for Triple H. During a recent appearance on Grilling JR podcast, WWE Hall of Famer and AEW commentator Jim Ross commented on Triple H's performance as the head of WWE Creative, and he commented on the acclaim's rise in AEW. Now, first, on Triple H's performance as being head of Creative. He would go on to say, and I quote, I think he's done a great job. I think he's doing fine. He's resetting the deck and getting his players all in position as he wants them to be. So in that regard, I thought he's done a good job. But you know what? It's not an easy job, and it's a thankless job by large. He's getting some free passes right now because he's new, and I think he was the perfect person to put into the position. Now, Ross also talks about the acclaim's rise to fame in AEW. Here's what he said. I'm pleasantly surprised they've gotten over. They're two good kids and they have the right attitude. They're valuable assets to AEW and they've gotten themselves over. 
Simple as that. They've gotten themselves over. And how they got over is to be discussed. But I'm happy with them. They're good kids and they have bright futures. There's no doubt. I'm not against the scissor me chance. It works and they're selling merchandise. Fans are reacting to it. And that's pretty amazing. You know, it's amazing to me how they got over. Six months ago, if you were to say the scissor thing was going to be so big, I would say that you were crazy and it's just not going to work. But just shows you how much that things change in the wrestling world in a period of time. If you'd like to find out more about what Jim Ross had to say, not only about the job Triple H has been doing, but how the acclaimed has gotten over in such a short amount of time, continue following e-wrestling news and more information is forthcoming. Paige Van Zant is making news at this hour. Paige Van Zant no longer training to wrestle for AEW. Now, when AEW signed former UFC star Paige Van Zant, they hoped that there would be some crossover appeal from her following in UFC. Now, she made her in-ring debut at Double or Nothing 2022 in May, but hasn't been seen on TV since. Instead, she was focusing her time on fighting and a modeling career. Now, her trainer Gangrel told KNS WrestleFest that Van Zant's training has seemingly come to a halt. He would go on and say the following. Yes, I did for a while train her. She did very well. Now, she doesn't train as much as I would like her to train, and I haven't seen her even in a match. You know what? She did that match, but then she wrote me and said, hey, I'd like to go over that match, and I'd like for you to critique it. I said, sure, and that's the last I've heard from her. She is an athlete. She'd be really, really good at it, in my opinion. Unfortunately, right now, nothing has been said about when she will come back to training and whether or not that will affect her relationship or her status for AEW. For more information, continue following eWrestling News and more information will be coming forward. Renee Paquette explains why she ultimately decided to sign with AEW. Now, many of the fans know that Wednesday's episode of Dynamite from Toronto, Canada was the surprise debut of Renee Paquette and the crowd was very into it. Talking to her Sessions podcast listeners, Paquette revealed that she decided to sign with AEW because of this. I was missing being around professional wrestling. It's missing that TV aspect about doing things. I miss the crowd. I miss the lights and the outfits and the aspects of putting on an actual show. I'm really glad I'm out there right now, and I'm glad I'm what I'm doing now. Now, Paquette proceeded to tell the details of her negotiations with AEW, along with John Moxley being a part of it as well. If you'd like to read all of that, continue following this article that's trending right now over on eWrestling News. We have an update on Bandito. Now, whether Bandito will join AEW is still yet to be known. Many in AEW believe that it was almost a foregone conclusion, but then some feelers jumped in from WWE. Thomas Lawson's writing in at this hour. Former Ring of Honor world champion Bandito is reportedly leaning towards signing with AEW still, but there's still some intrigue from WWE. Bandito appeared on the September 28th episode of Dynamite in a losing effort to the Ring of Honor world champion Chris Jericho. Now, Bandito was reportedly offered a contract with AEW immediately after the match, but WWE also made a big play for him as well after hearing that. On Wrestling Observer Radio, Dave Meltzer reported that Bandito is leaning towards signing with Khan's promotion just because he's really grateful for the opportunities. In addition to AEW and Ring of Honor, Bandito has competed for AAA, CMLL, MLW, and many others. For more information on all things that are going to be happening with Bandito, continue following eWrestling News and more will be forthcoming.
Chris Jericho is making news at this hour. Chris Jericho says positive outweighs the negatives inside AEW. Chris Jericho gave his take on the issues that have happened in AEW over the last few months, including the backstage incident that happened at All Out. Now, the fight that happened with Eddie Kingston when he pie-faced Sammy Guevara, the drama between CM Punk and Hangman Adam Page, the All Out media scrum that turned into a fight which got so many people suspended. Now, Jericho discussed how the promotion is handling the issues behind the scenes in an interview with Connor Casey of Comic Book. Here's what he said. It's just we're a growing company, you know what I mean? When I worked in WCW, it had been around for 50 years. When I worked for WWE, it had been around for 60 years. We've been around for three, so there's always going to be some growing pains. And that's why somebody like myself, Brian Danielson and John Moxley, we're all the captains of the team. It's like a football team or a soccer team or even a hockey team. Jericho would go on to add, and there's always going to be dips and dots in the company as far as the locker rooms, but that's going to happen in any sport. It's just the way it is. You just deal with it. And the funny thing is, everyone's got an opinion, and everyone has things to say online and social media. You know what's really happening is, there's just things that you've got to fix, but the positivity in our company is way off the charts, and the optimism of what we're doing right now, and the direction we're going to be heading in in the next few years is also off the charts. It's very exciting, and the fact that we're just in our third year is huge, because you never know what's going to happen next. With more information on what Chris Jericho had to say about AEW and all the positives as they outweigh the negatives, continue following eWrestling News for more information. Remember, if you're enjoying this podcast, Headlines is your one-stop shop podcast that brings you all the late-breaking news in wrestling, whether it's AEW, WWE, Impact, New Japan, or so many more. We're a daily podcast that covers all the late-breaking news, the interviews, the backstage drama, and what's happening on your TV. Once again, the podcast is free, absolutely free of charge, and it's available anywhere fine podcasts are made available. With that being said, let's go ahead and get back to the headlines. Thomas Lawson's writing in at this hour, AEW's Ace Steel makes a statement on Twitter, and he says, Freedom. Now, Ace Steel has fans speculating on the possibility of his ultimate departure from AEW with his latest tweet about freedom. Steel was removed from AEW programming for his role in the AEW 2022 backstage fight. Now, on Twitter, Steele used his personal account to share a clip from the Blues Brothers, which includes Aretha Franklin singing the word think with more information on this and what does this mean if this means he's officially done or if this means he may actually be free of any type of responsibility continue following all this information over on e-wrestling news Soraya explains why she wasn't on dynamite from the coca-cola center in Canada. Soraya just wasn't missing from this week's AEW Dynamite episode, but she was in a very, very different place. In fact, she was on a different continent. This week's episode of AEW Dynamite took place in Toronto, Canada, and it marked the first time since she's been back, and it's been the first time that the company's been out of the United States. Soraya, who debuted last month, was conspicuous by her absence, and explained on Twitter when she was asked by a fan why she wasn't there. She responded with, Sorry, I'll be back next week in Cincinnati had to make a trip to the UK to go back home. For more information on that, continue following E-Wrestling News, and more information will be forthcoming. 
Ariel Helwani is talking about the interview he did with Tony Khan and how he believes it was one of the worst of his entire career. Now, Thomas Lawson's writing in at this hour, Ariel Helwani did not enjoy the recent interview he did with AEW President Tony Khan, citing it was one of his worst of his career. Now, during the interview, Khan refused to address CM Punk's status with AEW and insinuated that Helwani might not ask about those questions again. He would go on to say, I don't want to talk about it, but I understand that you have to ask it. Now, on a recent episode of MMA Hour, Helwani and his interview with Tony Khan took the main stage as Helwani described that it was one of the worst he'd ever done. He would go on to say, he didn't want to answer anything. You're coming on to promote your shows. I have no problem with that, and I'll dance with you on that. You know what? But you got to give me something. You can't just not answer all of my questions. I'm not asking for specifics. All right, fine. Sometimes I do look for certain things. But is Punk going to wrestle for you again? Is he going to come back? You know, we don't have to go into the fine details, but you know what? You got to give me something. For more information on all of Ariel Helwani's interview with Tony Khan, continue following eWrestling News, and more information on this pending situation will be forthcoming. John Moxley, Hangman Adam Page go face to face. We're also talking about all the details that happened on last night's episode of AEW Dynamite. Now, as seen on Wednesday night's episode of Dynamite, John Moxley and Hangman Adam Page went face to face to hype up their big match in Cincinnati for next week. In a dueling promo segment, Page said he respects Moxley but doesn't appreciate being called a kid and he would destroy him next week. Now, Moxley would later respond saying that he doesn't think Page has the guts to take him out when he is given the opportunity. If you'd like to find out more about this, AEW's YouTube page has all the details. Also on this week's episode of AEW Dynamite, Luchasaurus defeated Jungle Boy in the match in the opening contest. Now, this finish came as Christian provided a distraction. Many people believe it's one of the best matches both of them have put on, and if you'd like to catch that as well, go ahead and cruise on over to the YouTube page for AEW, and they will have more information. New Japan Pro Wrestling has announced two matches for their upcoming Rumble on the 44th Street, which will take place on October the 28th from the Times Square Pallium in New York City. For more information on all of these news stories, continue following eWrestling News, and we'll have more information. John Fuentes is also writing in this hour about MJF. MJF admits that sometimes he doesn't like himself either. On Wednesday night's episode of Dynamite, MJF was interviewed backstage by Alex Marvez. Now, during the segment, the salt of the earth became upset at Stokely Hathaway for interrupting him. MJF then told Hathaway that that's strike two for him for getting involved in his match against Wheeler Yuta and now interrupting his promo. Then he moved on to talking about William Regal and taking shots at his past. MJF did mention that he doesn't know why he didn't want to shake hands with Yuta. He just didn't. He then said, you know what, nice guys finish last. And he knows that everything that happens sometimes happens for a reason. But sometimes MJF says, I don't know why, but I hate myself too. For more information on what all of this means for the character development or maybe a potential babyface turn for MJF, continue following E-Wrestling News and more information will be coming forward. Big night for Orange Cassidy. Orange Cassidy becomes the new AEW All-Atlantic Champion. 
AEW finally puts the championship on Orange Cassidy as he defeated Pac for the championship. Now, many know that Pac and Orange Cassidy have had a long feud between one another, but Cassidy always seemed to be coming up just a little too short. However, this was different. At the Coca-Cola Coliseum in Toronto, Canada last night, Orange Cassidy finally got the moment that he was so richly deserving, he finally has got a championship. Now, Pac is not going to be stripped of all of his gold. He's still one-third of the six-man tag team champions with he and his tag team partners, the Lucha Express. For more information on all this, continue following eWrestling News, and more information on all of this will be forthcoming. Once again, if you're enjoying this podcast, Headlines is your one-stop shop podcast to bring you all the late-breaking news in the world of wrestling. This podcast is available anywhere podcasts are made available, and it's available every single day free of charge. Cruising over to our fans over on Wrestling Inc., Bobby Fish names AEW star that could be the locker room leader in his opinion. Now, Bobby Fish, who left AEW after deciding not to renew his contract, showed up on Impact Wrestling, but now it's been debuted that he will have his boxing debut coming up soon. Now, on the latest edition of his podcast, The Undisputed Era, Bobby Fish talked more about AEW star that he thinks would be a great leader and to handle all the backstage drama that is currently happening right there. He said this, For me, the locker room leader is something that's earned, Fish said. You just don't assume it. It's something that's universally earned and everyone respects that. If there is a division amongst people, then people think, what's going on here? But when you think about somebody who controls the locker room, you think of people like The Undertaker. I think that you can speak for him firsthand. When you look at him, you see a locker room leader and that everyone respects not just one group of people. And I think, in my opinion, that's the type of person that you need in AEW. For more information on all things Bobby Fish and what he thinks about who would be that next role as far as a locker room leader inside AEW, continue following Wrestling Inc. Pat McAfee is making news this hour. Pat McAfee gave pro wrestling legend a bunch of money, really, for no reason. Pat McAfee is known for being over the top as far as his commentary in WWE, but the former top NFL punter has earned the reputation of being gracious as well. During appearance on stories with Briscoe and Bradshaw, Rip Rogers recalls the time he helped train McAfee, who was in a good mood and giving him a big, big sponsorship deal. It was natural, Rogers said. He was phenomenal. He has a million-dollar leg, and he's hit people with so many different kicks, but he's done that in the NFL as well. He's just got a great finish. He's just always wanting to be a pro wrestler, he would tell me. And I asked him, why do you want to train? I said, what do you want to do this for? You've already done everything in pro sports. And he said, make a long story short, it's just what he wants. So one day he called me up. He goes, hey, you got a cash app? I said, what's that? He says, on your phone, that someone can send you cash. I said, yeah, I got that. So he calls me back the next day. Did you finally get that cash app? Okay, I don't need a cash app. Why do I need a cash app? He was saying, well, he was emphatic on that. Well, he ended up wanting to go ahead and send a financial contribution to Rip for everything that he has done to help him. Rip realizes how grateful he is and he goes, you know what? He just sent me a bunch of money. With all this, continue following Wrestling Inc. and more information will be coming forward. 
Now, AE Dynamite slowly dips in its ratings viewership despite being a big debut in Canada. Now, many people noticed last night on AEW from the Coca-Cola Coliseum in Toronto, Canada that the fans were very, very excited. However, the ratings did drop. Many people were wondering maybe it just wasn't that strong of a program. Unfortunately, that is not the case. Major League Baseball is in the midst of their first round of playoffs, and AEW went against two different ones, one that was on cable and one that was airing on regular national television. Now, despite only getting 933,000 in a .33 in the 18-49, many people believe experts in the world of TV that was a huge success for wrestling, being able to hold their own against two major draws, such as the Major League Baseball playoffs. For more information on that, continue following Wrestling Inc., and more information will be forthcoming. Edge is making news at this hour. Edge joins the cast of a Disney Plus series. Now, many people know the rated R superstar for being such a captivating character on television inside the world of WWE, but now there's so much more for him. WWE Hall of Famer has signed on to co-star in a Disney series Percy Jackson and the Olympians. According to a report from Variety, Edge, who will be appearing under his real name, Adam Copeland, has been cast as Ares, the God of War, a reoccurring guest spot on the Disney Plus show, describing the character as handsome in a wicked way and arrogant. Despite not always being in the sharpest tool in the shed, he loves conflict and he loves creating chaos wherever he goes. Percy Jackson and the Olympians is based off a popular young adult novel by Rick Rodian and follows the adventures of 12-year-old modern demigod who is erroneously accused sky god Zeus of stealing her master's lightning bolt. Now the youth and two friends embark on an odyssey to locate the lightning bolt and restore it to Zeus's authority. Now many people are excited about this because Edge has announced that he would be retiring after the year 2023. What is going to be happening for him? Well, it looks like he might be comfortably falling into a decision with acting, maybe even with Disney. With more information on this, continue following Wrestling Inc. and more information will be coming forward. That's going to do it for the major headlines today of Thursday, October the 13th, 2022. Headlines is your one-stop shop podcast that brings you all the late-breaking news in wrestling, whether it's WWE, AEW, and so many more. We're here on a daily to make sure that you don't miss anything that's happening in the world of wrestling. With that being said, my name is Mike Freeland, and I hope to catch you on the next episode of Headlines. My name is Mike Freeland, and if you're looking for an exciting wrestling podcast to add to your library, then look no further than the Front Row Material brand. Each and every week, I sit down with some of the most exciting superstars in the world of wrestling, from upcoming stars in the indies to dedicated veterans of the squared circle. I also host a daily podcast called Headlines, which gives you the updated information on all your favorite superstars in all your favorite promotions, giving you not only the backstage look, but also what are the industry experts saying about things. And finally, join myself and my executive producer the writ where we talk about everything in the world of professional wrestling all across the landscape from storylines to interviews to what's happening and what we think is going to be happening the next time you turn on your tv don't miss it it's the front row material brand brought to you by the mlw radio network the world of mlw radio never stops